Hello, just a quick message before you get into the main podcast. I'd like to thank you for being here. And if you would love to subscribe to my podcast, it would be great to have you with me. This means you get access to over three years worth of coaching expertise right here at your fingertips. If you prefer written articles along with podcasts, then my Substack holds goodies for you there too. Again, subscribe to my monthly newsletter and you gain access to monthly information as well as all of my archive and podcasts there. Finally, if you prefer downloadable courses or ebooks or audios, head over to my store. The links for all three are down in the show notes. I'd love to see you there and grab yourself a free 30-minute coaching session with me too. I'd be delighted to assist you with a coaching plan. Take care, good luck, enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to my podcast. I am Coach Mark in Manila and it's lovely to have you with me wherever you are in the world. So today my special podcast is about a new section I've launched on my Substack and if you haven't already checked out my Substack where have you been <laughs> please visit the links down below there's lots of goodies on there both free and paid for and it's going to help you hopefully transform your success in communication your personal relationships your career opportunities and your health and wealth so today yeah we're talking about relationships and the relationship SOS Untying the Knot section on my site is going to be packed full of resources to help you transition all types of relationship issues. So it might be that you've got a toxic work situation, um, maybe you've got some personal issues in your relationship or marriage. On top of that, it's not just those things, it's also life changes. So the whole point of this Substack subsection is to help you transition heroically through life's changes because if there is one thing that is certain, life is continual change. We may feel that we are in a stable situation, we might have had a job for years, a partner for years, and perhaps, you know, we take that for granted. But, you know, <laughs> sooner or later something will change there and hopefully it would be for the better, but often we find these are unwelcome changes. Your job might be, well, cancelled. <laughs> You're made redundant, right? Um, sadly, perhaps your partner dies. Um, or maybe there's some health issues or mental health issues and your partner is no longer perhaps the person that you married or you decided to go out and date or vice versa. It might be you. Maybe your health issues are impacting on your relationship. You might even be somebody who is just dealing with toxic work colleagues or a freelancer who has horrific clients. <laughs> yes, you know, when people say, oh, it must be great being your own boss because you don't have to then deal with a boss telling you what to do. Actually, no, it could be horrifically awful because it depends. Basically, all of your clients become your boss. So instead of just having one boss, you now might have a hundred bosses. And if some of them are toxic, well, if you're a freelancer, you know the hell that can be. So today, let's talk about what my Substack subsection is going to help you do. And most importantly, let's talk about, yeah, the post-holiday relationship blues. When should you do something about this? I mean, seriously, you know, when should you think there's some red flags in my relationship or should you just realize, shrug it off, you know, have a little bit of a sense of humor on this and it'll all settle back down again when things return to normal. So 
Yeah, you may have found yourself in a bit of a tricky situation this Christmas if you've been celebrating Christmas, because not all of you do. But you might have been forced into situations whereby you've got relatives from afar who you don't get on with. Um, maybe you and your partner are spending far too much time together in the same place where you usually are at work all the time. And this can transform from you know, being the most wonderful time of the year to being almost like, just get me out of here. And it's important that we keep things in perspective. The funny thing is, um, whenever I've coached clients in the past and there's been relationship issues, it can simply be that really silly, petty things can blow up and be magnified into like the greatest problems ever. And the trick is to realize when these are red flags or whether they're just spats and differences of opinion that we should live and let live. So often when we look at the statistics, we see that, yeah, this time of year always brings a spike in relationship troubles. Um, you can read more of the article I wrote about this over on my Substack. Um, but sadly, yeah, rises of domestic disturbances, have jumped, they jump around 40% around the holidays. And sadly, yeah, January is that time of year where we see a huge spike in divorce filings too. I think it's a combination of people just, you know, having those bad experiences. But I don't think those bad experiences alone are what's resulting in these divorces being filed or people separating or breaking up with long-term boyfriends, girlfriends or partners. It's simply, it's magnified an issue that was already there. And it's been, as we would say, the, the final straw that breaks the camel's back. So when you look at things such as differences of opinion, it could be a temporary rough patch or signs it's time to really reevaluate that relationship. Let's firstly talk about, right, why the holiday strain relationship? So if you look at your own situation, if you're feeling that way, um, have a listen to these. Do any of these, um, you know, resonate? So financial stress. So you might have had a bit of a pressure, you've overspent, and it seemed like a good idea pre-Christmas, but of course now you're past Christmas, everybody's unwrapped the presents, and you're unwrapping a huge credit card bill, or even worse, looking at your bank statement. And this can leave you uh, arguing with your significant other, uh, particularly if there had been a disagreement over whether that money should have been spent in the first place, or <laughs> indeed, you might not have even have discussed that that money has been spent. And that's a whole other conversation, really, as to the communications that go on there. Um, there could be family issues, right? So you might, as I said, just have relatives you'd rather avoid and they've said something hurtful and you've taken it personally. Um, sometimes we have unmet expectations, right? So we have this idealized notion of a perfect holiday season and it's not our fault. You know, marketing does a very good job of presenting you with all these cozy images. Um, we, of course, would love that to be reality, but sometimes it is really over idealized. Um, and nobody can meet up to all of those expectations 100% of the time. And so that can then leave you feeling disappointed that didn't match what you had in your mind. But I think you have to ask yourself, I would recommend you might like to say, was that realistic in the first place? <laughs> Looking at your situation and the people involved, is that something they could have done? Or is it perhaps just a step too far? Also cabin fever, right? So if you're forced together, as we saw in the pandemic, it can break even the closest bonds or strain them. And then of course, we have that old reflection mode because a new year prompts most of us to think, 
well, what am I going to do this year? And if that sounds like you and you really do want to change your life this year, um, then do check out my other link down below in the show notes because I have the Elite 100 program starting and you've got to act fast, but you can grab yourself a place on there and we're going to help you transform in 12 months your entire life. So there's four core areas. We're going to help you improve your fitness, your wealth. So any business creation plans that you might have there. Okay. Also your personal relationships, your communication strategies to improve perhaps dealing with these toxic people in your life and then your career. Okay. Where do you want to end up in life and how are you going to get yourself there? And by the end of the 12 months, you should hopefully say, wow, haven't I done well? So have a look at that as well. So if you're really reflecting and yeah, absolutely focused and determined to change it in 2024, not just make a resolution that doesn't even start, then check that one out. The other thing is, well, I've got to say here, sometimes people are perhaps overindulging in certain substances such as alcohol, and that really can inflame situations. So, you know, there's a number of reasons why um, things can get a little bit tense over the festive period. So when they all pile up, even the healthiest of situations, you're going to get tested. And I think what you've got to do is think about, okay, is it challenging or is it an entire, okay, I need to break up? Because for many people, if you're already wobbling, then the accumulated holiday stress will just basically put extra pressure on the relationship and those cracks will appear, you know, bigger. Um, and this will force you to a hard realization that, yeah, okay, we do need to split up. But the question is in this podcast, how do you know if you're simply hitting a rocky patch or realizing, yeah, we've got to part ways. It's just not going to work. So here are five signs it might be time for you to untie the knot. So the first thing is, if you no longer enjoy shared activities, um, ask yourself this, you know, would you rather do your hobby solo than together? Um, that on its own doesn't have to be a problem. But it might be that you just really can't agree on anything. You don't want to spend time together. And the boredom and restlessness has kind of set in. Um, maybe someone in your relationship, and this doesn't just, um, you know, with your partner, but also maybe at work, if you're having a colleague you can't get on with, um, do they shut down during conflict? So, you know, if discussions immediately are returning and, you know, sort of going around in circles or into fights, and I don't just mean physical fights, but I mean, you know, they can get emotionally and verbally nasty, um, where one or both partners are kind of getting abusive, then this kind of either passive aggression or attacking style of withdrawing completely, these are all signs that there is a big fundamental communication issue. And anybody who knows me, who's worked with me in the last three years, um, knows we, we discuss greatly about the communication choice of words and languages that we use with our partners um, can, for better or worse, either make or break a situation. If you are somebody who <laughs> is finding that they open their mouths and just stuff comes out and you want to take it back but it's too late and you'd like to do something about that, perhaps you'd like to um, unlearn that habit because it mostly is a habit. And frequently, it's something we've learned from our childhood. So if you grew up in a very verbally abusive home or um, a controlling home, you will have picked up your parents' style. And you may or may not be aware that you are now repeating that in your own relationships. And if you seem to have a pattern of this, if it appears that every relationship you get into, the same kind of complaint from your partner turns up, 
Oh, you seem to feel that this is always dissolving into these types of conflicts, then I would highly recommend you might like to look at that because it is a pattern you're going to probably keep repeating until you can change the pattern. And sometimes you need somebody like a coach, a communications person to help you unpick what are you saying, how are you saying it, why are you saying it, and then to help you interrupt that pattern and replace it with a healthier one. So again, you can have a chat with me, a 30 minute free strategy call um, on Zoom or Teams. And again, the link is down below in the show notes. So you've got to look at that too. Um, might also be that you've just got changes in values. Um, I know myself um, in my previous relationship, um, it can be important, right? You know, because you might have very different views on important issues such as having kids, financial priorities, where you want to live, and lots of resentment can build up, particularly if one partner or the other sacrifices to please a partner in those areas. Um, maybe you might believe that it is very loving and kind to give your partner what they want. But actually, <laughs> sometimes you've got to draw a line and say, no, it, it's just not going to work for me. Because if you give your partner what they want, um, but it's not what you want, and there's no negotiation from the other side as to how you could feel okay in that situation too, then it is just one-sided. And the resentment and the psychological pain builds up until that then breaks into the relationship eventually. Nobody can you know, carry on that indefinitely. Um, so it's really important that you ensure your values and life goals are aligned and continue to align. And it might be, look, not everybody can stay aligned for their entire life. Um, I don't know. I mean, I was married for a very long period of time. And 15 years. And I think it is very challenging for anybody to stay completely aligned with their partner um, over an extended period of time. It takes work. It takes commitment. Anybody who says to me, oh, you know, just, you just want to have like this fall in love and happy ever after. It's beautiful. It's lovely. <laughs> but whether it's realistic, I don't know. Um, for some people it is. It absolutely is. But all I do know is that communication is essential. Without the communication, negotiation and empathy, that's very important in a relationship. If you cannot understand where the other person is coming from um, or not prepared to meet them halfway, then you're in trouble. You are absolutely in trouble. So that might also be something that is an issue for you. Disrespect and criticism outweighing affection, well, that's another one that happens frequently. Um, if you've got a partner or you are the partner who's constantly undermining or disapproving of the other's needs or choices, as opposed to being supportive, then you are, well, yeah, you're in trouble, aren't you? And you're also being very controlling or abusive there because that's not particularly the right way to go about having a healthy and supportive relationship. And of course, the final one that can also happen here is when, you know, yeah, emotional or physical affairs have happened. Now, we're not talking about where um, perhaps you've separated from a partner and it's very clear, but what we are talking about is if you believe you are still in a committed relationship, um, and then this goes and happens. So you believe that the partner you're with is in love with you still, is in the relationship 100% with you. And then you find that your, you know, your significant other or yourself has gone and sought that intimacy or physical, emotional connection outside the relationship, breaking the trust. Um, when that happens in that context, you know, when you, you knew 
or you thought you knew you were definitely in a relationship and then it turns out you're not, then it can be a huge, huge thing to come back from, for sure, okay? So really, uh, all of these reflect, I think, much of a deeper disconnection and incompatibility than it just being a holiday hassle. So if you can say yes to any of those, then I would suggest, recommend that you might want to reassess where you are and looking at what you truly want long term. Now, sometimes it might be that we just have to move on and move forward, okay? And if you handle it in a sensitive and compassionate way, splitting up does not have to mean, you know, you're fighting with each other. Um, it can mean simply accepting both of you have new adventures to find and you can have a heroic divorce or parting. And this is really what um, my section on my Substack is trying to help you all do, whether it be a parting at work with a, a boss or a colleague um, or maybe a client. Perhaps it's going to be even in a relationship that we can help you transition this as heroically as possible with, um, you know, grace, dignity, and it doesn't have to dissolve into some horrific nightmare for you. So I'm really trying to help as many of you as you as I can to deal with this in a healthy way. So basically, if you feel you're fundamentally incompatible, Okay, um, it could be at work with a work situation or relationship. Um, if you can't see a joyful future there, it might be difficult to think about, but avoiding the hard truth just stops moving you forward, okay? And you've got to decide. I mean, none of us would like to admit defeat after years invested, okay? Um, it is painful breaking up, and not for everybody this year would it be required, um, but for some of you it might be. But for many, it can also pave the way for eventually finding much deeper fulfillment, you know. And it's often said, split decisions um, should not be made rashly or in anger, all right. So unless your safety is at risk, unless there's some violence or abuse in the home, it's probably really wise to seek some counselling or calm communication um, from a third party. And some chronic issues could be still reconciled. It's the question is if both of you are willing to put in the hard work. And this, you know, applies at work too. If your boss and you are just not getting on, but you really do want to make this work because you both want to still be at that same company, then you've got to have that conversation. Um, now, I'd like you just to consider this, right? Not all differences can or should be fixed, okay? Sometimes you've just got to know when to release a relationship that no longer serves either of you, right? Because... Untangling lives, it's not pleasant, okay? Particularly if you've been together for numerous years. It brings deep challenges. Um, it, huh, divorce and separation unleashes complex, practical, emotional, financial issues. If there's children involved, it's even worse. But that still should not be a reason to stay in a very difficult, unsatisfying, or even abusive situation, okay? And it's really down to the two parties involved as to how that is managed or not. So if you are deciding that you may need to move on this year, then it's important that you honour that a chapter is closing before rushing into the next. Um, it's going to be a challenge. So you've got to look after yourself and know eventually it will pass, but it could take years, it could take months, it depends how long I think the relationship's been, and the level of what went on in the relationship and how it dissolved, okay? So initial shock can really be overwhelming. 
Um, and ultimately, though, you've got to choose whether to remain mired as that victim or eventually just let the other person go and just courageously grow into your new face. There is no point holding on to animosity, bitterness. You know, let's say you were leaving a really bad you know, job situation with a bad boss, a toxic boss, okay? Now, okay, you can be bitter, you can be angry about your boss, you could have tried to make efforts to improve things, but your boss was unwilling, and you might feel it's totally unfair, totally unfair that you've, you've had to go, you've had to leave, or they maybe let you go, okay? Um, now, of course, if you're in an unfair dismissal case, then that's another conversation, and if you feel it's a constructive dismissal where they've made it impossible for you to do your job and it was harassment or anything then again you should take legal advice on that but we're talking about the psychological side here now not the practical side of the financials or the legal side psychologically how you get through this and how you consider this life change is vital so to take a victim mindset is understandable we all get hurt, we all feel disappointed, but eventually we have to come through that to the other side and realize, well, <laughs> holding on to that mindset isn't gonna actually help me change what happened or even actually have a good life now. And I mean, your partner or your boss or whoever it is who's the issue here, if it's not you, may want you to be permanently living in this hell <laughs> of, um, how can we put it? Yeah, of absolute like, torment about this relationship dissolving okay but you do have a choice as to whether you allow that person to project that onto you or you just say you know what if that's how they want to be that's fine if they still want to blame me for all the breakdowns in this situation and not look at the part that they played because there's always two sides and more sometimes to a story then I wish them well but nothing to do with me anymore and it's up to you as to whether you own that from them. If they try to project that onto you, you have a choice whether you accept it or not, whether you agree it's your truth or not. And so I would just like to say to you today that if you've got something in your life like that, and it's not going to end easily, or toxically it's going to be hard, then you've really psychologically be prepared. Be prepared to be heroic. Okay, even if your partner, your boss, whoever it is, is less than heroic, okay, if they're behaving like a villain, fine, let them, but you don't have to follow them and just courageously grow into your new phase, okay? So many people do say to me that once, once they've got through this, okay, and this is my personal experience too, it's not easy, but they are catalysts for profound personal evolution. And the process does require resilience and you really could use a community around you and support. And that's why I've developed this Substack sub page, because I want to put together lots of resource support systems in place for you. If you are going through career or relationship issues where there might be some sort of breakdown in communication, on this page you're going to find a wealth of articles that will help you navigate either negotiating better with people who are toxic or knowing how to get through a toxic relationship breakup or perhaps just deciding how to steer your life in the future so you avoid attracting these types of people or work situations back into your life. So all, all I would say to you at this particular point in the year is don't make any rash decisions. It's 
frequently the case that post-holiday relationship blues crop up, okay? It's important, just to recap, that we look at several things. Was it just a one-off, okay? Was it caused by financial issues? Is it being caused by the fact you were thrown together with relatives who are kind of toxic and stir up trouble? Okay, And you have to look at the bigger picture. Do you have a fundamental relationship issue in other areas? And then the relationship has just been put under the magnifying glass in the holiday period. If you've got fundamental issues even before the holiday season, those might be your red flags along with the other five I mentioned that would like, you know, provoke you to take another look at it, perhaps prompt you to have a conversation with your partner or perhaps a counsellor to unpack this. Remember, I'm not a relationship counsellor. I am a coach. So what I can do is I can help you navigate the changes that you wish to make. I can help you explore what is right for you so you can make the best choices for yourself. But I am certainly not a psychological advisor and it's important that if you feel there's some psychological issues going on here or otherwise that you take that expert advice and there are plenty of great organisations out there who will help you do that. At the same time though, if you do want to explore how you manage your change, Perhaps you just want to bounce ideas. You can get a free 30-minute coaching call with me anywhere in the world. You just need to pop to the link down below on my website and you can book that session in. And we can help you unpack a little bit of what's going on in those 30 minutes and then leave you to go ahead and forge your way. But overall, take heart. You're not alone. This year, like every other year, Millions of people worldwide are going through these feelings and it's important for you to know that it's totally normal, inverted commas, but you do need to take a look at what's driving it. If you don't take a look at what's driving it, then perhaps you're going to be repeating this cycle every single year and nobody would want that for anybody. So take care, look after yourself and I'll see you again in the next podcast.